given that we're settling into this process, changing flow of experience, it requires a soft touch. If we try to, in a sense, lock ourselves into our proper meditation posture, we're doomed. So we can create or find the perfect posture, the perfect technique, but we can cultivate an attitude of letting go, letting be, an attitude of trusting the unfolding qualities of the body and mind. not having a problem with the changing, flowing quality of experience. And tonight, for the guided meditation, we'll reflect on the Anatta Lakana Sutta that I mentioned last week. This is the second talk the Buddha gave after his awakening the talk on the not-self-characteristics, sometimes it's translated as being. But he talks directly about the underlying nature of experience here, including the impermanent or changing nature of phenomena. So the, the Buddha asks the practitioners in this talk, is form... Constant or inconstant? And we're not trying to prove anything, just being interested is form. The experience of sensation now, is it constant or inconstant? Or sight or sound or smell, taste, touch. So any particular of these five qualities of the body five senses of the body. So choosing one, and in a very simple but persistent way, directly answering or seeking to answer the question, is form constant or inconstant? And if it is, in fact, inconstant, if that's your experience, then to be interested in seeing the inconstant qualities of the body. So, for example, we could begin with sensation. Is the experience of sensation constant or inconstant?
this practice requires uh, an honesty or an integrity and a persistent a persistence of attention. So that the mind is willing to investigate the sensations that have the appearance of being constant. And just seeing if the, they are in fact constant or not. we're letting the phenomena reveal themselves. We're not having a fixed or expectation about their nature. And as we continue to be awake to the body sensations and investigation of whether it's constant or inconstant, the Buddha later in the Sutta, in the discourse, asks, is what is in constant easeful or stressful? And again, it isn't something to figure out intellectually, like should it be easeful or should it be stressful, but actually seeing the changing nature of sensation, is that easeful or stressful? So in a sense, we're sitting right in the middle of this swirl of sensation, and maybe more generally, the swirl of sensation and sight and sound, smell and taste, the experience of body or form. Noticing in particular the changingness of seeing and hearing and sensation being felt. addressing the question, is this easeful or stressful, the changingness?
And at any point, you can begin the same reflection for the mind. The other four aggregates, the first aggregate being the body or form. And then we have feeling, perception, mental formations, and consciousness, or what we call the mind. So again, the Buddhist question is, is the mind constant or inconstant? So whatever aspect of the mind you're noticing, the mind that's perceiving, the mind that has a feeling, tone associated with perception, the mental formations that are arising, consciousness which knows all of this, is this constant or inconstant? Just to observe directly how it is. And of course, if there seems to be something of the mind that is permanent, is constant, then don't be superficial, be interested, and it'll allow the mind to unpack this experience that appears to be constant, steady, unchanging. we often find that the mind isn't easy to observe so you can continue observe to observe the body for example the breath and the body and then while being mindful of the body and its nature of sensation, for example, to also include the awareness of the mind. It's almost as if we're observing or knowing the mind in the periphery of experience. Noticing mental activity in whatever shape or form that might be. The moods, the attitudes and emotions, are they constant or inconstant?
noticing how ephemeral the thoughts are. So ephemeral, it's actually hard to know a thought, see a thought as a, an objective reality. About the same time the mind realizes that a thought has arisen, it's already nowhere to be found. In a sense, there's just that trace of having just had a thought. Moods, because they have a visceral quality, can have seemingly have more stability. That if the mind, the attention is patient, you can notice how even a particular mood or attitude, that is also in flux. Noticing the changing nature of the mind and noticing whether this is stressful or easeful. Is it a problem that the mind, perception and feeling tone and mental formations and consciousness, that this activity of mind is changing? Is this a problem? Is it stressful or not? Resting, resting in the present moment, aware of the body and mind, here and now, as they are. Addressing the question, is this constant or inconstant, this body or mind? And if it's inconstant, is this inconstancy, this impermanence, stressful or easeful? Personal or impersonal? And the important thing in this kind of a reflection is not to think that you need a different experience in order to do this reflection. This experience you're having right now is fine to notice the, or to address the question of whether the body or the mind is constant or inconstant, stressful or easeful. 
is it fitting, is it proper to regard what is inconstant and stressful to be self? This is myself, this is what I am. Just looking directly at the experience of the body or the mind, as we notice its changing nature, noticing how this is unsatisfying, unsatisfactory, another way to reflect is there something here now that is satisfactory is constant is self And then if something does seem to be that way, then investigate that. What is its nature? remembering for the last minute or so that the study of impermanence is really nothing different than the study of the way things are. We're using this particular lens or concept in order to support clear seeing and insight into the way things are.